Welcome to the Divorce Angel Podcast and thank you for joining us. Get ready to uncover the strategies everyone can implement for successful separation and divorce. This will save you valuable time, money and emotions while learning the secrets to your happy ever after. And now your host, my wife, Tanya Summerton. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Divorce Angel Podcast. It's 2020, can you believe it? It's actually, by the time this podcast goes up, it'll be the middle of January already. But it's been here in Australia a very um, taxing time already with the fires that we have over what seems to be, you know, our whole eastern seaboard. And for me, we have in one of the particular towns that got burnt, we have quite an emotional attachment to it because my husband was a commercial diver so spent a lot of time uh, working there we've got a lot of friends there and they've been isolated in this one town of Malacuta. so my love goes out to not only the people of Malacuta, but the people all over australia that are suffering right now with these fires even on the weekend, we drove to Adelaide to see one of our uncles and there was even fires over there. So they just seem to be everywhere at the moment. So if you're in any of these areas, please be safe. Know that we're all thinking of you and sending our best wishes and let's hope that they can get these things under control. Now, the reason I started, especially with the fires here in Australia, because if you're in any other part of the world, you probably aren't touched by them other than what you see on on the media. But the analogy that I make with what's happening right now with my beautiful country and how it's burning is similar to what happens when we're separating or going through a divorce. Because if you think about it, we're burning all of the past and you know we're, we're looking at starting again and the important thing to know is that we can rebuild especially the people of Australia we're really resilient sorts of people we stick up for each other we have each other's back and that's how I would like everyone to consider their separation is you're not alone there's so many people out there to support you and the interesting thing is I was having a conversation with a client the other day and she said look I've got no support well she does have support and it's how she looks at it because she's got the support of her lungs she's got the support of her heart she's got the support of her mind and she came into this world all alone and she unfortunately will leave this world alone But we've got to think about how we contemplate a lot of our decision making. And just because we've been part of a couple before and now all of a sudden we find ourselves isolated, it's important to know that you do have support. Like you think about it, you get a cut on your finger and how long does it take before it heals up? Not very long at all. You're body is your greatest supporter and if you encourage it if you put really positive things into your mind and body it's important to make sure we hear it all the time what we feed ourselves is what keeps us going so no different to the food that we put into our bodies and how we replenish ourselves 
we need to do the same things with our mind. So I've made a point this week to get off social media. I'm not interested anymore of watching what a lot of people are posting, especially about the fires. People that have never been to a lot of these areas, but you know, know a little bit of information and are using that to cause hate, to say all of these negative things, rather than come up with ways of helping and supporting, they just want to throw stones. I'm not interested in allowing that sort of um, rubbish into my mind. I, I just, I'm not going to do it. But the difference for me was when I was in my my very first marriage, I hate to say this, but I would fight and fight over the littlest thing. It was like I had to fight just to prove that I was worthy. It was like that we had to argue. Like if he said white, I would say black. If he said good, I would say bad. If he, for instance, was a Labor voter, I was a Liberal voter. If he barracked for one football team, I would barrack for another. And I don't know why it happened like that, but it it just did. Like, you know, I look back now and wondered how we survived the 22 years that we did, but there was a greater, there was something greater there that kept us together. And obviously we had our three beautiful children and well, that was part of the glue. But looking back now, there were so many other things that when we first got married weren't big issues. But the longer our relationship went on, those little things became really big problems. And I've spoke about it before where my mum said to me, I just want my Tanya back. You know, the person that you've become is not the person that I gave birth to like I had changed I seriously had changed and I was let's say a negative Nelly because everything in my life was what I felt was unhappy that I just didn't know what it was like to have inner peace now completely different kettle of fish like my inner peace is paramount for me I don't let too much bother me you know, on the weekend when we were away, you know, there's some things said that I would normally get involved with. I just take a deep breath and don't even go there. I just do not get involved anymore. And it's made such a difference to my life. And I know now to turn off social media rather than let it annoy me. So you might say, well, Tanya, why are you telling me this stuff? So what I want you to understand, because this is what I realized when I was going through my divorce everyone had something to say everyone had a comment everyone would you know and I'm sure they were doing it out of the kindness of their heart they were all trying to lead me in the right direction you know maybe I probably looked helpless and even though I didn't ask for a lot of people's opinion they gave it to me anyway and when you're at your yeah, I suppose your lowest point, and that is when everything is so uncertain and you don't know what's going to happen, you are open to what a lot of people say. Whether it's right or wrong, you accept it because you think, well, that could be the answer to my problem. Maybe I will follow that path because that could get me to where I want to go. And sometimes I will have people say to me, look, a friend used this lawyer and they said they were amazing. I want to go with that lawyer. Now, I don't stop anyone from using a referral. So if someone has said that this lawyer was really good for me, they might be good for you as well. But it's important to know, and you hear me say this over and over again, no two divorces are the same, just like DNA. No two people are the same. Just because one lawyer is right for one person, it might not mean that that person is right for you. 
And the same with someone they say, I tackled it this way and it worked really well for me. Why don't you give it a go? You should be open to what people say, but just be very mindful and do your own due diligence and research before you tackle something. Because once you start, it could take you down a rabbit hole that you might not be able to get back out of. So make sure whatever decisions that you make, you make them for what is right for you, not for something that you have been or feel pressured that you should do because someone else has told you to do. Especially, I see this a lot when parents get involved and someone that you respect gives you information and you go, well, if that's worked for them, surely it will work for me. And it might not be the right thing because The other thing we've got to be mindful of, if we're in different eras, you know, what happened back 20 years ago and what happens today is completely different. The technology and the information that we have today can make such a difference to efficiencies in the way we do things. And I've proven this time and time again, where I've actually had some lawyers say to me, this process that you use to help these couples out, would you mind if I use it in my practice? Like it's not even a legal procedure, but they can see that I've thought differently and come up with a different way that they want to use it to help their clients. So don't just take what someone says as gospel. Make sure you do your own research and homework on it. And if you are on social media, and especially I remember, seemed to be for me, Everything when I was going through my Facebook feed was these happy relationships, people that were kissing or everyone seemed to be on an overseas holiday on some island and having a great time. And here I was sitting at home feeling sorry for myself and just felt, hang on, this is not fair. How did I find myself here? Everyone's having an amazing life and look at me. I look back now and that small period of time when I felt like that you know, it's it's no longer true. And the same will be for you. If you feel like that right now, I promise you it will not last forever. And the other thing about social media, which I have researched, I have witnessed and know for a fact, most of the people that are posting all of this happy photos, they have their own self-doubt and they are trying to prove to the greater world that they want to perceived as being so you know people that want to be perceived as being really good mothers will often post things about spending time with their children cooking biscuits doing artwork all of those sorts of things which are amazing but my question is is why do you need to post that why can't you just do that because isn't that just what a, a loving mother does we don't need to go out and get a hundred likes on a post like that and get everyone saying how amazing you are. We only need to do those things if we need someone to tell us that we are okay, that we are worthy. When really deep down inside, you should know that you're worthy. You should know that you're loved and you need to love yourself more than you love anyone else. And when I was growing up, that just was the most bizarrest thing to even say because you didn't love yourself. You loved everyone else. And if you loved yourself, you were selfish. What I've learned now 
is the complete opposite. Just like if the plane's going down and, you know, the air hostess tell us when we get on, if something happens, put our face mask on first because we can't help anyone else until we help ourselves first. So I want you to think about that as well. If I bring this conversation full circle, just be mindful of the information that you are putting into your mind. Just be mindful that the things that you are witnessing and watching or reading may not be true. Whether you believe in Donald Trump or not, he's coined this saying, fake news. And I, um, whether you like Donald Trump or not, I tend to believe what he's saying. And I've witnessed this as well. When I was working at the airport, we would have the film crews come out for a story. And by the time the editor cut and paste, you know, most of what it was about, the story that came out on TV was nothing like what we were trying to portray or or the information that we were providing them and when my husband was last year on a fishing show he caught hundreds and hundreds of fish but at one stage he caught a sock and they played that one bit of him catching a sock over and over again to the extent that he said he will no longer be on any fishing shows because of what the editors do just be mindful of what you're putting in to your mind just take everything with a grain of salt and understand whether you've got an opinion on anything your opinion and just be open to what i'm saying here your opinion could be wrong and this is the greatest lesson that i've learned in my life that a lot of what i thought was true what a lot of what i thought was right is actually not but it was how i was um in many cases, how I was brought up, how my marriage had gone, what I'd probably a little bit, I suppose you could use the word indoctrinated into because we get to learn from our partner. We learn what they think and who they believe in and what they believe in. And we start to believe in some of that. And that's why I'm a big believer that you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. If right now you're spending time with people that are really not filling you with kindness, not filling you with the best information, if they're negative nallies or they're bringing you down, you need to kick those people to the curb and you need to fill your life with positive role models and people that are going to inspire you and help you get through what you're dealing with right now. So that's it for this week. Hopefully someone out there has got a little bit out of this. Once again, I send all my love and best wishes to anyone that is in a fire zone or going through anything. It doesn't even need to be a fire. It could be something else that you're dealing with right now. I just want to send my love and let you know that you are not alone and just know that within you, in you, you have the ability to fix this issue. You have the ability that you are not alone. You have air. You have water. You have so many things that will be able to keep you going. All right. Bye for now.